But what I try to do is get very real and practical with people. So the information I'm going to give you is straight from the trenches. You know, this yeah. is theory. This isn't. This is stuff you can take, you can use, and you can go and do something with it today or tomorrow or whatever the case may be. Um, yeah. And I find that a lot of agents are probably like me. They're, they're maybe smaller. They might be a, a one-man or a one-woman show, or they have a, a very small staff. And they just don't have the time or ability to learn about a lot of these things. So, again, if you can learn from me and maybe get you that much further ahead, I think that's a bonus. Because yeah. I just don't think that there's a lot of people out there that are maybe either able and or willing to just kind of start at the beginning. So I try to hit beginning to moderate level of knowledge. I'm not going to get into the real advanced stuff. You know, yeah. I don't have the time to sit and read about all these different things or learn about, you know, zapping things and this. I, I just, I can't, I can't do that. You know, that's just not, that's just not for me. But there are certain basics that I think people, that I can, I can share that information with people. And I think it'll at least get them to a level where they can actually do something and maybe mm -hmm. see some results from it, you know? Because mm -hmm. we all have to start at the beginning, right? Nobody yep. starts here. We got to start here. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the Blip Podcast. My name is Josh Berg. I'm the host. And today I have Carrie. Reynolds. Carrie uh, owns the Alan Galvez Insurance Agency, um, and they are located in Bellefontaine, Ohio. Bellefontaine. It's okay. Bellefontaine. Bellefontaine. <laughs> I screwed that up. So, you're I, good. Yeah, I have Carrie on today because Carrie is well known in the insurance industry for blogging, and it's something that I know I need to do more of. I should just stop at I need to do <laughs> we can get into that later but um, and so I wanted to have her on I think she'll be a big help for anyone thinking about doing this or wanting some extra tips and, and stuff like that so Carrie thank you so much for joining me yes thank you it's an honor to be here I appreciate it hopefully I can help some people today yeah yeah well I'm sure you will um, so I, for starters, one of the questions I had for you is if you if you have any uh, nicknames, and you said you didn't really have any any nicknames. So I feel like that's such a, I don't know, like such a disservice for you. I feel like you need some sort of blogging nickname. So anybody listening, you got one for Carrie <laughs> <laughs> around blogging. Let keep her it clean, go. folks. That's all I yeah, ask. Keep it clean. That's right. <laughs> so how long have you been blogging? So I started in uh, 2009, and that was kind of the start of all the social media platforms beginning, at least that's what I think. And I started because I, I had heard about all the social media, you know, Facebook and Twitter and all this stuff, and, uh, and even blogging. And I took a class at our local uh, JVS, and it was called uh, Introduction to Social Media. And at the end of the class, the instructor said, you, of all these things that we've spoken about today, you need to pick one thing that you're going to do, okay? Because if you try to do everything, you're not going to do any of them very well. Yeah. So I've always been um, a big reader. I love words. And when he was talking about blogging, something resonated with me. I said, you know, I think maybe I can do that. And when you think about insurance, what you're doing is you are, you are explaining things to people you are writing stories 
And it just seemed like a natural progression. It's like, okay, if we're doing this with, uh, with, our, with our clients via email or an in-person conversation, why can't we do this in a blogging platform? Mm-hmm. So I just, for some reason, I just thought it had a natural fit. And I thought, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do blogging. And so I started in probably the spring of 2009, and I just never, I never looked back, I guess. Now, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, trust me. But you got to start somewhere. Okay, so that's just how that works. You just got to start somewhere. And so I did, and I've been blogging ever since. Um, not, not every day, not every week. Uh, for a while there, I really went pretty hot and heavy uh, because I had some staff that could take some things off my back. Okay. And then over the years, I've had some fluctuations, and that happens and, you know, when you're an agency owner. Um, so then maybe I backed off to maybe once a month I was able to blog. Yeah. Uh, and now I've just recently, because of a change in staffing, yay, a good change, I can get back to to blogging a little more frequently. Nice. So that's kind of that's kind of the progression I've taken over the past you know ten years or so. And have you always uh, has your blog always been about insurance? No. So when I started blogging, I actually uh, had a personal site, which I still do. I won't okay. talk about it here, but it's it's out there, and I haven't written on it for a while, but it was talking about insurance marketing. So I would take the things that I had done in the agency and I would write about those. So maybe it's, uh, how to, how to, you know, what should you put in your Facebook post or, uh, you know, something to that effect, some sort of a, of a lesson based on the things I had been doing at the agency. And the idea was very simple. It was to help others maybe learn from my mistakes and maybe get a couple steps ahead. Um, mm-hmm. so I started with just insurance marketing and then when the agency's website was, um, was, uh, redone a few years ago, then I decided that I would write, uh, for the agency and then it would be mostly insurance related topics. Okay. So cool. that's been within maybe the last four years I've focused exclusively on insurance topics and, um, for a while it was one a week. So you do the math. Yeah. There's a lot of content out there. It's kind of overwhelming, but yeah. Do you, have you found yourself ever duplicating something you've already written about? Um, so what I'll tell you, okay, so that's a good question. What I'll tell you is if I wrote something three years ago, there is always an opportunity to A, update it, or take part of it and maybe make it its own post. Okay. Okay. There is always that opportunity because people's memories are short. Yeah. So you don't necessarily want to write the exact same thing, but you could update it or, or spin something off of that. Or within the blog post, you could go in and maybe, uh, for example, if you've written, you know, a couple years worth of content, maybe you can include something in there from a different post, you know, a mm-hmm. link to something else you've written. So that's how you can update it to, to help people keep people on the website. Gotcha. Um, or you can update your call to action. I mean, we can talk about that stuff later. That's more mechanics. But there's always opportunity to take an old blog post and either improve it or spin off some additional content. Yeah. And so for, I mean, like you were just saying, blogging once a week. I know there's people who try to do it almost daily. And even once a week seems daunting. So, but you're somebody who, you know, you love words. You, you love to read and write. And so seems like something up your alley is there it's i know that 
having a blog on your site is a great way to, you know, attract people to the site just from SEO and whatnot. And so is there somebody like me, I've, I've heard or read at different times, crazy numbers, like, uh, every blog should be like between 2000 to 6,000 words or something, you know, to get maximum. And so I, to get maximum exposure, I'm thinking, okay, well, if I can't do a 4,000 word post, there's no point in even doing it because it's just going to get buried somewhere. Do you think that, is that true? No, I don't believe that at all. So when it comes to blogging, what I tell people is, you know, when they ask me those kinds of questions, I say the post needs to be as long as it, so you can say what you need to say. Okay. Okay. And if it's 400 words, it's 400 words. If it's 2000 words, it's 2000 words. Get your point across, say what you need to say. And if that's as long as it is, that's as long as it is. I mean, I don't, I don't subscribe to that theory. Now, that being said, most of the things I write are probably between 500 and 1,000 words. That's pretty an average post for me, okay? And, and that gets out everything I need to say um, pretty well. Because I will tell you this, people, people will skim. People are skimmers by nature. Yeah. And so unless most of those 4,000 words are really stinking interesting, people probably aren't going to read the 4,000 words. Yeah. So you just need to understand that. And I know I don't mean to discourage people. And I have some tips for people who are thinking about starting because I'm going to absolutely recommend that you do without hesitation. Yeah. But, but you just need to make it as long as it needs to be to get your message across. That, that's really the easiest way to answer that. And, okay. and you, you might hear a lot of stuff from other people and, you know, maybe professionals who are making money off of the blood. I'm more practical about it. I mean, just, just write what you need to write and communicate that message and, and tell people what they need to do after they have read your article. Yeah. And I think that's a good policy to follow. So like what to do after they've read your article, like a call to action of some sort. Correct. Correct. Because I always say, if you write a blog post and you don't tell people what you want them to do after reading it, you might as well have not even have written it. Yeah. Quite frankly. Because the idea, okay, so for me, blogging is storytelling with a purpose, all right? I I tell stories. When I write these posts, I am telling stories about a claim situation or answering somebody's question. Um, And so at the end of that, I want people to see me, A, as an authority, B, as a trusted resource, because again, that's the point of blogging. You know, you want to be known as a trusted resource. And at the end of it, you want them to go, but you want them to suddenly make a connection and go, Oh, I'm in Ohio. Oh, I have auto or home insurance needs. Oh, I need to contact this person. Yeah. That's really, that's really the light bulb moment that you want people to go. She knows what she's talking about. I need to call this person or I need to fill out that form or I need to do something. You want them to take action. Um, So that needs to be, part of it absolutely it, when you when you um create a post like a new blog post do you just put it on your site or do you also share it in other places so when i write i i write the post and then um so here's the other thing about let's take a step back real quick um the one thing about blogging is that until you have built up 
a, a library of content. Yeah. It, it's not like you're going to just publish it on your site and necessarily the magic works and right. everybody in the universe finds you. Okay. It doesn't quite work like that, especially if you're kind of new, new at it. Yeah. So you need to publicize that you've got a post out there. I mean, for a while, and even though I've written for a long time, I still do that. I take yeah. my post just today. I, I, I released a new post about can I close my insurance claim after it's uh, after uh, can I close my insurance claim after it's been opened? I can't even remember the title, but nonetheless, I went to our Facebook page. I put a link to it there. And some people are going to argue with me that that is not the way to do it. That's fine. They can argue all they want, but I need to get the message out somehow, right? Yeah. That is one way to get that message out. So I put do it on. The well, do you know why somebody would say don't do that? There's probably some algorithm with Google that yeah. maybe penalizes you, but I don't study Google. So I just can't, okay. I can't speak to that. I, I, sure. I have to think that if I get it out there in, in the, you know, out the, the nether world that, I don't think it can hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A simple person. So anyway, I publicize it on uh, the agency Facebook page. You know, I put a little okay. intro and then share the post, and then I also share it on my personal profile because okay. why wouldn't I? Right, obviously. Right, right. So I do that, and then I also publicize it in our monthly newsletter that we do. It's a digital e-newsletter, so I put it in the newsletter. So there's three ways that I'm getting that information out to the public at large. I don't do anything printed with it or, I mean, that's as far as I've taken it right now because I haven't thought of any additional ways to, to do it, I guess. But, and my time is also limited. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah. laughs> I, I mean, I run this place, I still sell policies. I have to do HR, I have to do marketing. So I have to just, I have to do what I can do. But yeah, yeah. So, so if you write the post, then you do need to publicize it. I mean, people need to know that it's out there. Right. Or else you, you, people may just not know that it's there. And that happens at the beginning. Are you ever concerned about um, advice you give in a blog post or something you say being used against you later? So if I was concerned about that, I wouldn't be in insurance in the first place. <laughs> yeah, that so. is our daily existence, right? Right, so giving advice. Yeah. I tell people, um, here's the advice I give. Don't say anything in your blog post that you wouldn't say to a customer. Mm -hmm. Very simple. Put some disclaimers on there. I mean, when I write, I will, I will, especially if it's somewhat state specific, I will say, you know, this is applicable to Ohio only or something to that nature. Or, um, you know, here's some general guidelines, but check with your own company because insurance yeah. varies by state. You have to have some of those disclaimers on there. Um, yeah. And so I just say, put a little note in it somewhere in your, in your post, just put mm -hmm. it in there. Yep. But hey, these are guidelines, uh, but every state's different. Contact your own agent. Yeah. I mean, I think that gives you what you're looking for. You know, that's just, that you're out if that's what you yeah. want. Yeah. Yeah. CYA. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people can say what they want to say, but gosh, just, you know, be honest, be truthful. Don't lie. And, and, you know, talk. Write it as if you're talking to your customer. Yeah. I don't think you need to overcomplicate it. Yeah. Did, um, where do you get your content ideas from? Okay. So the content comes from two places. And that's the one thing that most agents struggle with the most. Because they always say, yeah, like you did. 
I need to be blogging, but yeah. I don't right. know what to write about. And so I always laugh because an insurance agency is full of ideas. Oh yeah. Full of ideas, but you just don't think about it. So you get, get the ideas from the questions that your customers ask you on a daily basis. Okay. Because I'm okay. going to tell you right now, when people do a Google search, they are typing in questions. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're saying, what does comprehensive mean? Or what does guaranteed replacement cost mean? Or yeah. whatever. You, you can already see the list could go yeah, on yeah. until you're an old person. Yeah. So have your staff write those down for you. You know, because if you're not directly involved with customers, maybe as much as much as you once were, then your support staff should be the ones that copy, maybe incentivize them, right? Have mm -hmm, a contest, mm -hmm. you know, write, you know, get, get 10 questions that somebody's asked this week and, you know, I don't know, have some sort of a raffle or something, but you would have so many questions in such a short period of time, it would boggle your mind. You should never struggle for content because you get asked questions all the time, all the yeah. time. Yeah. Whether about coverage information, um, claims information. I mean, my God, the list goes on. Yeah. So just start writing them down because what I subscribe to is the Marcus Sheridan school of thought. Okay. He's, he's, his story's famous. Go look it up, go Google yep. him, go read his book. I don't care. But he says, you need to answer the questions that people ask, especially yep. your customers. Okay. That's what you have to do. He's the pool so guy, right? Pool guy. Yeah. Pool guy. Pool. Oh, you, I, you recommended his book like a year oh, yeah. and a half ago or something. You, and I, uh, you asked the answers. I okay. haven't read it, but I know his story well enough as he pretty much saved his company from because of blogging. Right. And so, then he switched his whole business. He like stopped yep. doing pools and started yep. marketing. Yep, yeah. exactly. So anyway, so he, I subscribe to his theory 110% because it's true. Just think about when you go onto Google and when you start typing, what are you doing? You're asking questions. Yep. The idea behind it is, is that when those questions are typed in, if it's in your local space, you want to be the one that comes up with an answer to that question. Yeah. Or you want your question to show right in the search results. That's the goal of all of this. It's matching up your audience to what you're writing about. And when the two of those meet, that's magic. I mean, so it really how, is. That's what you, how do you match what, um, like your title or whatever with what people are searching for? Okay. So what the other way I get content is there's another way I use Google analytics. Okay. I'm no expert right. on Google analytics, but I do know about queries and the idea behind search queries. It, um, it, those are the terms or the phrases that people are typing into Google and your website is coming up for those terms. Okay. I mean, it's, it's right there. It is right there. So I will look through a listing of terms, maybe from the prior month or the prior two months or three months or whatever the case may be. And I will look and I will see, uh, let's just go back to that example. Um, do, do homeowners policies cover debris removal? How about that mm -hmm. one? That's a popular topic, right? And I'm right. sure your agency and everybody else gets that question all yep. the time, especially after a storm. Yep. So I go, I go, Hmm. Have I written on that before? I can look through my archive. If I haven't written on that, you're darn tootin' that I'm going to write a post. And you know what my title is going to be? Do homeowners insurance policies cover debris removal? Right. And then I'm going to answer the question in several paragraphs. Okay. 
Yeah. So you don't have to overcomplicate this. There are some tips and tricks. So you don't have to, you don't have to get this all from scratch. It's right there. It really like, is. I know people look at me like, I'm like, it's right there. I've it seen, I, I've seen you. I feel like it was you. I think I've seen you walk through the Google analytics at one point, like I, how to do it. Yeah, I did on a, on a, uh, podcast webinar a couple years ago through one of our, the groups that, you know, we're associated yeah. with. I did that. Yeah, I did that. And I've done it in other uh, presentations and whatnot. So I've, I, yeah, I have walked through it. It's, it's not difficult. You just got to get used to it. Yeah. I was going to say it, like, it, it's right there. Is so if, if you just type in Google analytics, um, well, you have to have a Google analytics account set up. So the analytics okay. account ties in with your website. Okay. Okay. And, and don't ask me too many questions about all of that because I sure. didn't set it all up. The website provider did. Okay. But I know enough about that little piece of it, um, which is what I'm, I can't know everything about Google Analytics, but I do know about that piece because it directly relates to the blogging piece of it. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's cool. how that component works. So, I mean, you can get, just from that, you could get a list of, of articles. Oh, I'm sure you type in insurance, you probably see like a thousand different search. Yeah. Well I, well, I mean, like I, yeah, I, yeah, it, it'll often give you the actual, the whole phrase that people are typing mm -hmm. in. Do homeowners insurance policies cover their pre removal? Again, if you don't have something written on it, go write something on it. Yeah. Yeah. Go write something on it because the chances are very good that when they type that in, and there's a little more to it than that, but I'm going to give you the, you know, let's not get too technical because people's heads yeah. are falling off. But, you know, the chances are good that if you, they're in your general geographic space, they type that post in, boom, there you are. Oh, yeah. look, look at that. Yeah. You know, they go click and boom, here we are. And hey, contact us for a quote. You know, we would love to help you, blah, blah, blah. That's the holy grail, right? That's the holy right. grail. Right. Search results. You show up, then they take action. Yeah, I mean that's literally the progression that you're trying to achieve with it. And it's yeah, yeah. That it seems like such a um, anyone who's going to read your blog post yeah. and then input some information to be contacted or whatever. That is seems like a super high intent person. Like if you talk to that person, the probability of of having a sale out of that conversation is gotta be super hot. Um, yeah, that's, and that's, again, that's the idea because yeah. what you're doing is you're setting yourself up as a person of knowledge of authority as a trusted resource, you know, they're, cause they're not, you're not going to throw that stuff out there and have it be totally untrue. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, right. you're like, this person knows what, what she's talking about. I need to talk to this person. Yeah. And that's part of the reason of blogging. So not only, to try to be shown in the search results, which is the SEO portion that you referenced earlier. That's uh -huh. very important, right? People type in the question, you show up, boom, they go to you. You also want to be shown as a person who knows what they're talking about. Right. So it's twofold. Yeah. It's a twofold yep. um, idea there. Do you ever use your blog posts to, um, I guess, to answer your existing clients' questions or, or you know, prospects' questions? So like, I've done it before where um, somebody asks about, you know, hey, I got this letter from my mortgage company saying, you know, I don't have enough insurance or whatever. Yeah. And I, that's one of the three blogs posts I've written is on Good that. Job. 
and I think, and I've sent them a link and just said like, oh, hey, here actually covered all this, you know, it gets in depth, but you know, here you go. Um, and I was curious if you ever refer back to the content you've already written to answer clients' questions. I have, but probably not as often as I should. Yeah. You know, like many things in life, sometimes I just, I, you know, well, and to be fair, I mean, I've written a, a ton of content. Right. So okay. sometimes I may not always remember if <laughs> I had written about that topic. I mean, we're, we're talking about, oh, I don't, can't even tell you. I mean, 5,200, probably, I don't know. I, I, don't, I can't even tell you how many posts I've written. It's in the hundreds, easy. Yeah. I mean, and so, you know, so I, sometimes I may not remember. And, and if I do, then I may miss the opportunity for whatever reason. So that's on me, but, you know, live and learn. Yeah. How, how do you keep all your blog posts organized? Or do you just post it with that title and you're good to go? Or do you, do you organize it anyway inside the site or outside the site by numbers or anything? Or you just post it? No, by our, our website provider, there's a, there's a, it's listing by year and month. So okay. it organizes them chronologically, I guess. That's what okay. I'm okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's on them. So, cause I, cause I publish it to our website. So our yeah. provider, um, gives a little sequence there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, can we talk, um, I guess get into a little bit more tactical, like sure. some of the details on things okay. like, um, so should people be using, so we, we already talked about the length, right? It's whatever right. it takes mm -hmm. you to get your point across whatnot. Yep. Should people also be using pictures, capitalized words, color, you know, color text, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So I'm not one for a lot of gimmicks, I suppose. Mm -hmm. uh, so when I write something, uh, well, and you also need to make it easy to read. Think about that. Because if yeah. there's something that's difficult to read, people won't read it. So I don't think you need to be changing your colors every other line or every other paragraph right. or, you know, no, 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 don't do that because people don't like that. Um, so what you need to do is, you know, you have to have your headline, okay? The headline is the most important part of your post because that is going to attract the attention of a person, right? Okay. And the idea is, is the headline should also match the words that people are typing into Google, right? Again, okay. usually my headline is the question or phrase that people are asking. It's, it, I mean, there is, there is nothing more to it. The headline, the way I, uh, the, that's up there, it may not be the way I would ask the question, but it's right. the way that my prospect asks the question. So it may not use quite the right terminology or yeah, sure. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta speak in their language. So you have to use the terms that your audience is using, even though we go, okay. that's not the correct word. Like I have a post in there that talks about full coverage versus liability only. Oh yeah, no, right, full coverage, right. right? We all hate that term. I sure. don't care. Your audience uses that term. Totally, okay? yep. So you're gonna use with these. So anyway, the headline should, should mimic um, what, what search results, you know, you're going for, you know, what, what's the question that somebody is asking? We're going to use that. That way we are more likely to be found in those results. All right. Yeah. So headline, probably the most crucial part of your post. I'll be honest with you, because if you don't catch their attention from the get go or answer their question or address it in some way, you're probably not, they're probably not going to go any further. All right. Okay. I struggle with headlines. Well, I used to, until I, until I adopted some of this, you know, just go grab them from your analytics. Right. Yeah. I mean, don't, yeah. don't overcomplicate it. You also want to use, uh, you know, subheadings if necessary. 
is sometimes if you want to make it easy for people to read, you need to break that content up. Okay. Uh -huh. So we don't need eight paragraphs without some sort of visual break. Okay. Yeah. So a little subheading like point one, blah, 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 point two, you get, you oh, see where yeah. I'm going. This is if you were writing any other sort of article for a publication. Right. You know, these are just basic grammar rules, to be honest with you. I mean, they're yeah. just basic ways for you to write. So subheadings help break it up. And if somebody skims, the idea is, is if they skim, they're still going to get the meat of the post from reading the subheadings. Got it. Okay. Okay. So we can go headline, subheading one, subheading two, subheading three, boom. Nice. I hate to tell people this, people skim. Okay? Oh yeah, for sure. We all do. I'm guilty of it too. So if, so sometimes the subheadings might help. And then I also say that you should use short paragraphs. Again, easier to read. Okay. Yeah. Basic grammar rules. Oh, what else did I say? Oh, so the other thing that I have, um, that I try to include, especially now that I build up a library of content yeah. is I try to include links to other articles that I've written. Okay. Okay. And so what that it's called interlinking. Let's not get too technical, but all it means is, is that you point to other things already on your website. Maybe okay. it's a product page. Okay. Maybe it's auto insurance or home insurance or whatever, the, or later on, maybe it's an actual link to a post that you've written previously. Like, Hey, for additional information about this topic, please read this. Okay. Yeah. The it. idea behind that is very simple. You want to keep people on your website as long as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. And by including those links to other content on your site, then that's what you're doing. Got it. I mean, there's some science. This is, this is part art. This is science. There's a lot that goes into it, but that's, that's how I write. All right. Okay. And then the last piece is we've already discussed the call to action. Again, you need to tell people what you want them to do. Yeah. That's it. It's simple as that. You need to tell them that, Call us, email us, fill out this form, download this report. I don't care what it is, okay? If, you, if, if the idea is, is to get a sale or at least a solid prospect, maybe for yeah. future correspondence, then you need to put that call to action in there and you have to make it very clear. Yeah. You know, and don't give them like 18 choices either because if you give them too many choices, they won't do any of them. So maybe it's just call or maybe it's, yeah. Fill out this quote form. I don't care what it is. You know, give them maybe one or two choices, but no more than that. So to me, that that's kind of my format, and that's kind of what I share with people on how to do. Don't be overly clever. I, I, I just don't think there's a reason for it. I think a graphic is good. I always include a graphic um, because sometimes, you know, some people are more visual than they yeah. are, you know, versus the written word. So if I put a visual up there with maybe – I don't know if it's about a house claim or something. Maybe it's a house on fire. I, I don't know. I'm just sure. Out sure. Of nowhere. But I think it'll, it'll get people's attention. Um, you know, there might be more to, to the science behind it than that. I, I don't study it per se, but that's kind of the format. That's the basic mm -hmm. format I go past. I have kind of a template and that's what I use. Okay. Do you, for, for pictures or images, whatnot, do you use a certain site to get them that where they're like royalty free or do you pay for them? I use Canva. Canva oh, yeah. is my go-to for uh, forever because a you're not going to get into copyright issues, right? You know, don't go just swiping stuff off the internet because people get really <laughs> irritated by that. You'll get suddenly served papers. Not that I have, but I know others that have. And I'm like, no. Yeah. If you go to Canva, you know they have a library of all kinds of pictures or images or graphics or 
oh my gosh, it's insane. And they're like a dollar a piece. Yeah. I mean, really? You, if you can't pay a dollar for an image, that's just sad. So yeah. go do it and be happy about it. And you can use it for other things than that. But Canva's my go-to for images. Absolutely. Unless yeah. I'm using an image like specific to us, you know, like maybe a staff photo or whatever. But for anything right, right. that isn't agency related, I use Canva. Highly recommend. Um, how now that you, you've been doing this for a long time. And so right. how long does it take you to actually basically write a blog post from start to finish till it's actually posted? Yeah. So if I'm inspired, okay. And if I, if I stumble across a topic where I'm like, boom, I, that one I got, you know, it's just like, it's, it's actually yeah. almost like sitting here and I just need to get it out. Yeah. Probably if I get in the zone, I can probably have it done within a two hour time span okay. and that includes grabbing an image and throwing it in there and then putting all the appropriate calls to action and, and you know, links to other posts, blah, blah, blah. That's probably a solid figure. I've probably gotten them done sooner than that, but that's probably yeah. pretty average, you know, for most people are like, you know, but <laughs> that seems good. It's, it's better. Yeah. It's better than the days that I used to spend. Right. Right. Because totally. You more often and you hopefully improve at it. You do get into a flow, you know, there's yeah. a flow to it. You know, do you, do you always um, go, start to finish with one before you start the next one or do you batch them or I have actually and this has just happened recently because I have a whole list sitting actually right here beside me of different article headlines so every once in a while I will be working on two it has happened okay because maybe maybe I've gotten through one and I'm kind of like ah you hit a roadblock which does happen yeah. right then maybe you're like, well, let me start this other one and we'll see how that flow goes. So I have had a couple that I've worked on at the same time. Um, mm -hmm. Probably no more than that though, because it gets too confusing. I don't want to, yeah, ooh, that would drive me crazy. But yeah, I have, I try to go from start to finish, but if it's not possible and I hit a roadblock, then I will go on to another one and just, you know, start plugging away on it to see maybe if, if that one gets me where I need to be. And then I'll yeah. go back to the other one and, eventually but yeah that's how that works okay do, do you remember your very first blog post I do and it was horrible um yeah so it was like it was on my personal site and it was basically hi this is me here's what I'm gonna do it was it was <laughs> so you're saying you shouldn't do that it, no I'm not saying that I don't so what you know i tell you have to start somewhere and people need right. to understand um, we might get into this later about tips and for people that might want to think about doing this sure. but one of the things i will say is that you got to be comfortable with the fact that the first few are going to suck they're going to be horrible yeah but it's okay yep. we, you know as long as you get it out there i think that's a great learning opportunity i mean yep. you just you just got to you can't you can't have the fear you just got to get it out into the world and then you build on it from there but i promise you they will be awful <laughs> and, uh, as i look back at it now i just crack up laughing and go oh my gosh did i really write that is that really but you know what you don't know what you're doing yeah so you're just taking a chance i'm okay those with are, that yeah. you know those are the I didn't best. Remove it. it's still out there it's like hideous but yeah okay it's fine it's fine. those are the best those are those are the like you you can't ever delete those. You can't replace them. I've seen so many people who, you know, 
are really solid, you know, and marketing in, in one form or another. And you, you, every once in a while you'll see what they like their first or second thing that they first, second time they tried it. And it's, awful but you would never know that looking at them today and where they're at you just think like man this person is just natural and they just kill it but it's it's a progression in anything yeah that, and that's really if i can if i if i can impart any wisdom on anybody that you do have to understand that it is a progression yeah. so you're not going to start out being just killer it just doesn't work that way but the nice thing is is that and those people would be included is that you can see how far you've come. Yep. So to me, having those original posts back there, I think is fantastic because you can go, wow, look, look where I'm at now. You know, and those, those folks that are, you know, out there in the blogging sphere that are really, really good at it, they can say the same thing. They can go, wow, you know, I've improved so much. So I think that's yeah. a nice reminder. You know, uh -huh. you gotta see how far you've come to know that you've actually um, made advancement. Yeah. Well, so, um, what you just said something on this, but what advice would you give somebody or what tips would you give somebody who's not been blogging or somebody like myself who has three posts up, but right. <laughs> is like, I mean, I'm definitely, I get, uh, I don't I can't remember. This was like a therapy session now. It, so it totally like it. is. It totally, <laughs> I, I can't remember. Tell me your blogging problems and let's solve them. Gosh, I can't remember what the phrase is, but it's where you. you Maybe um, enough. I'll write yours for you too. You, <laughs> well, uh, I, I, what is it? You you want something to be perfect, and if you can't do it perfectly, you never do it. Um, whatever that is, like that's me. It's really hard for me to launch if I'm not gonna just kill it on the first try, and that's why I only have three because I like do a video with it that's edited. I do you know the the post, and I've only done three, so they take forever. So it's, it's, I suffer from the same mentality and, and just many people suffer from that also. If you, if yeah. you can't do it perfectly, but then again, I think about it, how many, how many famous inventors did everything perfectly the first time, right? That's true. That's Thomas true. Edison's a great example. So, I mean, I get that fear and you know, people, oh, they're going to make fun of me. They're gonna... That speaks more about them than it does you. So fully yeah. on them. Um, so what I say to people, if they're thinking about starting, so one thing you need to know about me, I am extraordinarily passionate about writing. I love writing. Okay. So to me, blogging is not a chore. Gotcha. There are some out there, whether they're owners or whoever they are, or producers, that may not think that way. Okay? Right. That's right. Me. No. So here's <laughs> no, I hate something. that. I, I think if you're not passionate about writing, you will struggle significantly yeah. because you won't enjoy it. Right, okay. right. You won't enjoy it. So I tell people, maybe you're not the best person to do the writing. Maybe there's somebody in your organization that would do a better job. Yeah. So, okay, let go of our ego for just a moment. And can we find that person? It's a thought. Okay. Yeah. I just tell yeah. people that if you don't, if you don't love it, then what you're going to see is something added to your to-do list. One of the 8 million things that you already have to do. Right. And you're going to see it as just one more thing. And it's going to be at the very bottom of the list because you're not digging it and you're not liking it. Find somebody else that, that, that would enjoy it or yeah. is good at it or partner with somebody. Or I just don't, I don't, 
but sometimes the person to do the writing may not always be you. Right. Just, Even if you, you may be the person to actually post the content, mm -hmm. you might not have been the person that wrote it. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. We can get into a discussion about that too, but yeah, I yeah. at this point, because um, I'm all about original content. As oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just mean like on your on your uh, yeah on your uh, website or whatnot, and you can even give credit, you know, like whatever. But fair enough. If you're not, you know. Anyway, yeah. Next, let's move okay. on. Okay, <laughs> I will be on here for four hours. You're like, you can't do that. So, so okay. So we address the you know there might be somebody better suited to do the writing. Fair enough. Yeah. The other thing is, this is a long term commitment. It is you cannot go write one post or three posts. <laughs> put them up tomorrow and expect something magical to happen. It does not work. Yeah. It doesn't. I'm sorry. End of story. So if you're not willing to commit to it for the long term, you will not succeed to see the results that you want to see. You will be disappointed. I'm just yep. being very real about this because too many people start and they're like, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, you know, eight posts later, you're like, well, I got nothing. Yeah. I'm like, you've been writing for two months. Two months. I've been writing for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, you, it is not a short term prospect. It just isn't. Right. Okay. Right. So you need, you need to be able to just understand that. And if you want to proceed and move forward, then you're going to have to make that commitment. I mean, yeah. that it's just that simple. Well, it's not simple, but the idea is. It, yeah. What is it? It's simple. It's simple, but it's not easy. Ah, oh, I like that. That's good. Right. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, let me see. What else? Uh, oh, if someone wants to start blog, okay. So go in. If you're not hip on the the analytics, the Google Analytics part, look, just start getting your staff to to write up those questions that, that yeah. are asked. Just start having them. That's where you're going to at least get your initial content from. So yeah. that'll help you start with your writing process. Is just you know start gathering all of the information. Um, what's the other thing? Oh. So the other thing I recommend to people is don't always talk about insurance. Insurance is boring. When you okay. write, write about other things. Is there something happening in your community? Is there a special event that you're hosting? What is going on that you could write about that would be of value to your readers that may not be insurance related? Mix it that's, up. That's interesting. I would not think to yeah. do that. I've written about, um, I write blog posts about our flag exchange event. I've written oh. about a community event called Doors of Encouragement. Um, I mean, and sometimes there will be things that happen that may not actually have anything that are somewhat related to insurance. Like we just had some horrific flooding here. Now we don't do flood insurance, but I probably could have written, if I had had the chance between the 800 claims that came rolling in, um, I probably could have written a blog post about, hey, if you've had damage, we know insurance doesn't always take care of it. However, contact our local emergency management agency and yeah. they will be able to help you, blah, blah, blah. You know, here's a link to a form you can fill out. That's a value added service because we've got yeah. people around here really hurting right now. Yeah. From, from cleanup. So, you know, don't always write about insurance. All right. That's a good one. No, yeah. People don't think about it. You know, if you go on our blog, you're going to see a variety. I mean, yes, mostly insurance, but there are other things on there too that are not insurance related. You know, maybe yes. it's something that we've contributed to, some sort of a cause, a charitable thing, or a, you know, an event that we have, or you know, here's our upcoming this, that, and the other, and you know, or here's here's something that's happening in the community that you should know about. 
people people like that and then the idea is is again if you put it out there in the world people will come to your website right mm -hmm. the idea is get them to your website yep that's the first hurdle get them to your website yeah and then if you can keep them there then that's even better it's extraordinarily important that people do this yeah because the results from our our website visits from before I started blogging to yeah. now aren't even close. Yeah. I've doubled the amount of visits we have to our site. Doubled. Yeah. Wow. In four years' time. So that has directly everything to do with blogging. Yep. Go to my top visited pages every month when I go through our report with our website person. The top pages, besides the homepage, blog, 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 yeah. blog. Because I think people need to understand that it really does, it really does have that effect. Yep. I mean, it, it's super important to do it. I mean, it really is extremely important because we know that most people, you know, the the landscape is changing. People are popping out their phones and looking for things. They're not always calling. Right. You and I are both the same way. We'll pull out our phones, you know, right? We're we're typing. Yep. And we want to be, we want to show up. Yep. How do you do that? That's one way to do it. Yeah, that's great. You no, know, it, that it's is... and so you can't you can't discount the importance of doing it because we're only going to keep moving more towards that digital space. Yep. So you you've got to start really considering it and thinking about it that way. That way, the people that you want to do business with find you. Yep. And well, and choose to do business with you. Yeah, I'm gonna wrap this up so Please. carrie carrie reynolds from i'm gonna try to bell fountain oh good job Yay. bell fountain ohio <laughs> queen of blogging blogging <laughs> queen what are we we're still we're still um we're needing a t uh <laughs> so make sure you you <laughs> comment and let us know but um carrie thank you so much for joining me super helpful thank you um where can people find you what's I'm very easy to find. Um, I don't know whether that's good or bad. So, uh, you know, if you go to the website, galvezinsurance.com, okay. there you can also see all of my blog content from the past several oh. years. So that could be useful for people if they want to start getting a, their head wrapped around it. Yeah. But my contact information is on their email or phone. Um, I'm in and out some, so maybe phone isn't always the best. But I try to respond to people. They can find me on Facebook. Um, you know, Carrie Galvez Reynolds, there I am. You can send me a message. I'm on Twitter. So, I mean, I'm out there in the, in the world. You can find me pretty easily. And, and if I can help people to the best of my ability, I will be happy to do it because I, I can't stress the importance of blogging enough and what it's done for the agency in general. So I'm happy to help reach out to me and hopefully I can get back. Now, now watch, I'll suddenly have 8 million emails to answer, but you know, I doubt that, but I'll, I'll do my best to get back in a reasonable time frame. Well, you're awesome. Again, thank you so much. Thank you. Me. I appreciate the opportunity.